Chazal that says Medjush Rabba Ve'ele HaMishpatim Moshe Lomatrenisa Shoisa Hileches Baderech Ve'avodeo Holchim Lefonea Ve'achoreo Choygrin Klei Zayin that means that uh, it brings a marshal. You see that the Torah talks about Mishpatim. Mishpatim are the Indian and Dinim of Ben Odom Lechavera. The Torah speaks about Mishpatim before Torah, before the Aseris Adivris, before Torah. And the Torah talks about Mishpatim right after Aseris Adivris, after Kabbal Satayra. To teach us just like a matrinisa, this queen, whatever she is, this person, this powerful person, leader, she has guards with weapons in front of her and behind her. So too the Mishpiteha Torah are the inyonim that guard the actual Torah itself. That means the Ben Odom L'Chaveiroi, is has to surround the Torah, and then you could study Torah. But just to have Torah without the Benod Mechaveri surrounding it, it doesn't work. That's a Chazal. I saw Baruch Shlomo Avolbe in one of his svarim. His Mazbeh, based on a, the son of the Gro, who has a whole understanding and a beer and a in a posik that says. That when a person learns Torah, he's going into the Ginze Amelech. He's entering into the treasure houses of the king. It gives him a deep, deep understanding of Akadosh Baruch Hu. It's a certain Kirvas Alekim. It's a certain way of becoming closer to Hashem, even than the angels. And he explains that a person wants to jump directly into the Torah. And wants to come to have a close relationship to Hashem, it's not possible until one first understands what is a Tselem Aleikim, what is a human being, and how to behave towards one who represents Hashem in the world. Because we can't get to that level. First we have to see it down on the ground. A human being is a Tselem Aleikim. And the chesed and the mishpotim of Hashem in the world, how to behave with humans. And the derech that Hashem runs the world. That yidiyas Hashem. That's a yidiyas Hashem. That's the first step to yidiyas Hashem. Like Rabbeinu Yoyne, he quotes the Rabbeinu Yoyne. In heaven, Mesunim Bedin, Rabbeinu Yoyne says, that dinam mishpotim is called yidiyas Hashem. Understanding how to behave with a Tzalem Aleikim is a form of Yediyah Hashem. Then you want to go deeper. Then you want to be able to have an understanding and a Kirvas Aleikim that's going into the Ginze HaMelech. That's only after the fact. And he builds a whole schmooze around that. So you see very clearly that many people like to skip that step. They want to work on their Ben Odom Lamakum. But they fail to understand that a person cannot have a shaykhist, the Ben Odom Lamakum, if he cannot be on the ground 
and begin the Yodei Oisi by understanding what it means to be Oisik with a Tzalev Aleikim. Very strong point where a person, the biggest things that stand between Ben Adam Lechaver is the Midas. If a person doesn't work on his Midot, then he can't come to see another human being and treat him with the respect that another human being requires. And he doesn't respect his monetary ownership and his right to exist and also have opinions, etc., etc. This is the olive base. Without this, you can't go further. Very strong Yisoyed that Rav Shleim of Olba is saying over here in the Taich and the Chazal. And the truth is Rav also speaks about this in his own terms, in his own way, where he explains that Eber Ivri, what is the taina that the Torah has on a person who wants to be an Eber Loyla? And he explains that an Eber is less Megar Meklum. An Eber only does the Rotson of the Master. His Mabatl is Rotson to the Rotson of the Master. And the only one that a human being is allowed to be mevatel is rotsen to is to the rotsen Hashem. We are Avde Hashem. Avde Hashem means that all our koiches and all our personalities and all our koiches and nefesh and our talents has to be subservient to the will of Hashem. But if a person makes himself to an evet of Hashem, meaning to another human being, he loses his identity. And he loses his ability to serve Hashem because he's Meshuvah to people. And Rav Chatzkel explains that this applies to all titles. Doesn't have to be Bedafka for one to have an Eved to a human being. When a person has Tivus and he has Redifus COVID, he becomes an Eved. He has no Mechira. He is rotten is buckled to the rotten of his yetzer. And the male is not shayich to avoid this Hashem bechlal. He explains, he brings the Mesil Seshorim, hakovedu adoichet, that the most strong and the most powerful thing that runs our life is the desire for recognition and for covet. And it becomes the driving factor and the motivation behind what he does. Even in his Torah and mitzvahs. He's driven by that koyach. And he lo- no longer is able to mavatel his rotten to the rotten Hashem. He's bottled to his covet. So again, he's saying the point from a different angle. But the point is, if a person can't come to Tikkun Amidus, he can't come to understanding Torah, and to Kirvah Selechim, and to Mavachal is Rotsin to Hashem, because if he has no control over himself, he has no Bechira over his covenant and his own Ritzayinus, then he's not going to be able to go to the higher level. This is the powerful lesson that they're teaching us here. And the truth is, there's another angle here, in Ebed Ivri, a very deep thing. We see 
that the Torah is warning the Jewish people that when you do have an Ebed, you have to be very careful how you treat this Ebed. Chazal tells us that when you buy an Ebed, it's Kiilu Koina Odon Laatzmai. You have to be extremely careful how you behave with this worker of yours. With the utmost respect and with the utmost sensitivity. Tremendous midot you have to have. They're actually the whole parish of buying an Ebed is Chesed Gomor. Because you have a man who messed up in life. He went and he stole, he has no money. He's in a bad situation. And the person who's buying him is giving him a second chance in life. And he's trying to build him up. And take him into his house and support him and give him a second chance in life. It's a miser from Chesed. But unfortunately when you have a person that you take into your house to work, it's very possible that you can fall and start to control him and to treat him disrespect with a disrespect and make him work hard. I'm paying you. You're my worker. So Torah has to warn against all these things. So the question the Mephoshim asks is that the Jewish people are coming out of Abdus. They themselves just suffered as Avodim. So if anything, they should be the most sensitive. Why is this important to, to warn them right away? To tell them about the passion of Avodim, how to deal with Avodim. These are the people that are, should be sensitive to what Avodim went through. So they say in the Mephoshim a very deep thing in the way a human being works. We find that sometimes, let's say a child grew up in a home that was abusive. The parents were controlling, manipulative, using the children only for their own good, robbing the children from their own bechira, of making choices, and micromanaging them, and doing different things that they shouldn't do, abusive things, traumatic things. So you expect that the children who suffered from such a upbringing, when they get older, when they get married, they should not do that at all, because they themselves suffer that way. But yet, we see in psychology that the fact of the matter is, it's the opposite. They repeat that behavior with their children. It kind of goes be Yerusha. And you have to be very careful to be anchor that pattern. Why is that? Because when you're in a certain type of relationship, that's your only point of reference of how to get things done and how to get people to behave and to listen. It's the only thing you know. So Amela, that's what you continue doing that way. So when they were in Egypt, as much as they suffered, but the only way they understood how to make people productive and people to do what you want them to do, and to people to make it profitable for you is to work in such a way that Adirabah, the people from Egypt were the most vulnerable to treat their Avodim the wrong way. And that's why the Torah had to be Megala to them. That means, and Bemis, if you look in the Chinuch, you'll see this, that the dinam of Ebed Ivri is to teach you how to deal with people. When you're in a position of power, and you're in a position of authority, how to know how to deal with human beings. 
Because it's very easy. Especially when you're the boss and you think you know everything and you think that you're smart and you know how things are supposed to be. So Mamela, you behave in a certain way and the Torah understood the Kachasanefesh Adam. And the Torah is being begalant to you how to deal with a human being. Even when you have the authority, even when you have the bilis. There's an unbelievable Yisait that's brought down in the Sefer of Schwab. I saw it brought down that Ramatasio used to always say over this piece to parents. And it's very in line with what we're saying now. It says in the parasha, in this week's parasha, Make If a person hits his father, Mot Yumat. His father or mother, Mot Yumat. Then the next passage says, Vigonev Ish Umkaro. If you steal a man and you sell him, Mot Yumat. And it goes to the next passage. Mikalel Avivimo. If a person curses his father or mother, Mot Yumat. So the question is obvious. You started talking about the father. And then you went off the topic to go and have ish umcharo, and then you go back to the topic You should have first dealt with the parents and then went to the other topic. So Schwab says a muridika amkis here. He says there's another way how to how to steal gonev ish, how to take a man away from a man. Without actually kidnapping him and selling him. And the Torah is being Megaleb, the Shoyish of how this child stooped to such a low level. How could the child be such a Machutzef? And such a degenerate? And such a person who has no respect for his parents to the point that he's Megaleb, boy. He hits his father and mother. Where does this kid come from? So says Rav Schwab like this. Vim sholtem al haben ki ilu hu ha'eved lo'obim ulemeimoy umaabidim oisom ba'avoidosu matilam aleim pachad ve'eimo az nechshav ki ilu gunev nefesh mi Yisrael sh'arei en lo la'aben becheres he took away his bechera u'bezeh and you see many children Many children, they didn't grow up with Bechira Bechlal. They have no identity. They don't even know who they are. They don't even know what they want in life. Because they were robbed from the ability to, to, to become what they're supposed to become. Not that they had to be what their father and mother designed, that they have to follow them and be like them. And maybe it's more covered for them. If their child behaves and looks a certain way, and because of that, in a subtle way, they can be going to the nefesh, not only in a, in a deep traumatic way, even in subtle ways, 
that they can be going if they're nefesh. The nefesh is the tzelim that we started the conversation here with. So it's not only in mishpatim. It's also a great responsibility as a parent, as a teacher, to understand what a tzelim is and how to nurture that thing in a smart way. And of course you need to have authority and of course a lot of different things need. But you're nurturing a nefesh. And when it's, when a child, this is the oimik, when a child sees that the way the parent operates is only thinking about themselves, or thinking about their image, and manipulating results, and using all kinds of manipulation, and control, then what happens, besides for hurting that child, and in many cases the child will come to hate the parents, but you also taught him how to live life. Same way. As much as he hated it, that's how he operates. Because that's how he learned how to operate. When they don't see that someone else's opinion, it's possible for someone to say a different opinion. And it's possible that someone else can think differently than you and it could be right. And it's possible that someone could have a different mahalach and it could be right. It's possible. Shayach hazazach. And when they create that deep, deep insecurity in the child, deep, well then he has to create an image. And he has to protect that image under all costs. And he becomes an extremely external human being. And concerned only with the way his image looks is because he's damaged. Or if he's a lost kid, and he can look at you and he's grew up religious and he was a good kid his whole life and all of a sudden he says he's not sure. He doesn't know because he never had choices to make. You're looking at the guy, what do you mean he never had choices? Well, the choices were robbed from him. I'm not going into Pratim, I'm speaking in a very general way because I'm not talking against any person. And I don't want to start giving ideas. And not every child that's struggling is at the parent's force. The fault. There could be other issues. I'm not trying to say that. But I'm just trying to bring out the oimik sheba oimik. The midas and the koiches anefesh that we have have such an influence and such a powerful influence on the decisions the way we do. The, the methods we do things. The approaches to things. It's all midas running the person. Whether those midas came to a person because he learned them through experience of life, from parents, from other experiences of life, he learned certain behaviors that affected his midas. Whether it's the natural desires, the natural desires for COVID. But once a person is governed by his midas, and the effects of his midas is very clearly apparent in Ben Odom right? This person is not shaykh the Torah and No shaykhs. He has no connection with that world at all. The, the ground zero. We need to have the foundation to build the building on top of it. The foundation has to be there. And the foundation and the roots have to go deep into the koichas ha-nefesh. And the only way a person understands this koichas ha-nefesh is through limur ha that bring out the oimek and din v'mishpot in the yashus of the Torah in the way the Torah wants you to, to, to understand people we know that there's a chazal that says 
that if a person wants to be a Hasid, Hasid is a very high level. He only does the Ratzin Hashem, the Nachas, to give Nachas Ruach to Hashem. So there's three opinions there. One opinion says, Be oisik b'mili debrochus. Be very careful. Mili debrochus. That's understood. Brochus, attributing everything to Hashem, understanding that every piece of food you eat is meshulchan gavoya. Every second you say a brocha, you recognize that everything comes from Hashem. It's a chizik and emunah. It's a different lifestyle. We understand that's oisik b'midus the chasidus. The other opinion says, oisik b'mili de'ovis. Masechet Avod is filled with lefnim meshuras hadin. It's all levels of chasidus. But then the other opinion says, oisik b'mili de neziken. Neziken is din. It's not chasidus. It's a letter of the law. It's not lefnim meshuras hadin. It's not being mekadosh atzmechobemut the law. It's doing the letter of the law. Well, that chasidus. The biadov I once heard from Yosef Rosenblum's according to the and it's very attached to what we're saying here, is that this opinion is making it easier for us. You can't just start with Mili de Hasidus. Where's the step one of Mili de Hasidus? Where's the olive base of Mili de Hasidus? You first have to be makir that there's other people in the world. And you're not the only individual. And your uh, opinions and your needs are not the most important thing in the world. And then you have to be mocking it, there's a Tzalem Aleikim. There's another person who's important as you are. That Hashem made it. For a certain topic and the world needs him as much as it needs you. When you can live in that world and you're shy to getting to the Madrig of Hasidus. Without that, And that's what we're learning over here. The Dinim Lefnei, the Torah, the Dinim Lacha Torah, surrounding the Torah, protecting the Torah. Is the Ben Odom And it's not Shaykh and for anybody to understand how he works, what triggers him, what motivates him, how he operates. I see people all the time. They operate with Hashchosen, Midas manipulation, all kinds of things coming out over there. It's not possible for a person to understand how he maneuvers with these Koyches Kehim that's in the person. Where he cannot, has no Bechira. Because his Koychas HaNepesh are working him over. And even a person who does work on his Midas, the Ramchal says, that we have two sets of Midas. We have Midas that come from our Neshoma. Good stuff. Abbas Hashem, Yiris Hashem, good Midas, good stuff. And we have Midas that come from the Nefesh HaBahami. But the way the human being works is that his instincts is the Midas Royus. In order to activate the good Midas, he has to be misbeinen. People don't live life with his bainenus. They live life with its instincts, triggers, they don't even think. So even if you could have access to good Midas, but you're not thinking about it, and you're even unaware of your behaviors, it's an amazing thing. I once saw in the, there's a beautiful Rabbi Isaac Sheh, who died to learn it one day. He has Akdama to the Sefer Cheshman Anepesh. And he says a lot of deep things in understanding yourself and your behaviors. He says, Lamashal, if let's say a person wants to build a kolel. 
Go out there and raise money, make a bazillion out of yourself to go ahead and bring money for you to like to sit and learn. Right? Sounds like the person's 100% the same Shemayim. The Bible says, think about your first thought. Your first thought is your real motive. Your first thought. Did you first think, oh, how am I going to look with a frock? And then, one of the rabbis in Israel, who's a rabbi, screaming, a Rosh Hashiva without a frock? I thought a Rosh Hashiva, I just run a moist, you know? <laughs> so then he says, so, so, so he's thinking about his frock, he's thinking about, uh, you know, getting grochus under the chuppah, he's thinking about marrying off his kids, the kids, the chosh of the You know, it's not a, not a bad career. Kurosh Kyle, not a bad career, you know? Bochum paying the neck to go recruit Bochum. A younger light, they need money, not a bad career. But you can't walk around saying that that's why you're doing it. So your mind starts to spin. All the spinning that comes afterwards. Rabbi Isaac says the first thought is always the truth. But does anybody even know his first thought? Does anybody even think about his first thought? His first thought was like that. It was like lightning. He talks about kinah, jealousy. There's something called kinah seifrim. A person grows through kinah seifrim. But then there's a kinah that's moitzias adam and oilam. So how do you know what's, what's motivating you? How do you know what's moving you? So he gives you a, 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 something to tell. If it pains you a little bit. There's a little tsar over there. Then it's bad kinah. If you're happy for the guy, right? He's going giving you different simonim. Rabbi the marshal. I have this yesterday. I want to always write up a piece on this, but I never had the chance. I want to call it the simonim. Because the Yetzirah is so tricky, you never know what's moving you. Rabbi Rucham says that, why does it say by Moshe Rabbeinu, by Ish Moshe Anab Mikol Adam, after the mice of Aaron and Miriam talking about it. We're like, we're all of a sudden right now, he's supposed to So Abiruchim says, you can think you're on up, you can be sitting in the back of shuls and doing who knows what, and you can be the biggest Bulgaiva that walked on the face of the planet. The only way you know if you're anav is if people speak against you and they say Lashonara about you, they say, Lo achpat lecha. Achshav ata yodea shata anav. If you don't have the simonim, you can walk around in denial, deep denial. But where do we learn all these things from? Where do we learn about the Kaikas Anefesh Adam? And again, I want to make this clear, because a person is born Ke'ayepele, and he has to grow. So don't get busted up if you have bad meters. We all have bad meters. We're born that way. We're born self-centered. We want to get what we want to get. We never take responsibility. Everything is everybody else's fault. That's human instincts. But our job is to grow out of that and become a person. So it's not a tiny if you're not that way. The tiny is if you don't work on it. The Chazanish has a whole write-up that Mishpatayatur creates Midas Taibas. And that's why you have to learn the halachas and the dinah. There's, there's tools to work on these things. But we don't use the tools. We automatically, naturally think that we're great guys. You know? Like the Bukhar who came to me says, I for sure will have the best Sholem bias. Ah, how do you know? Because I don't 
have a problem with chabrusas. And I don't have a problem with roommates. And everybody likes me. So I'm for sure a good guy. Proof. Rock solid. Ain't a leha tshuva. Huh? So I tell the guys like this. You chose your chabrusas. And you only spend the amount of time with them that you decided. And you learn with them only, but you don't do other things with them necessarily. Maybe you can't stand the guy when you go to the restaurant. But the, the book is good. And your roommates you choose. And even when your roommates get a little on your nerves, you just don't talk to them for two days. Right? Your world is, you're very smart. That I will say. You're smart. You know how to maneuver your world that you don't get problems. You know how to give the respect to people that give you back respect. You know you're a good businessman. Yeah, you're definitely a good businessman. Good negotiator. But you have no this types. And when you're going to get into a marriage, and you're going to be stuck 24-7 with one person, and all the decisions that you're going to try to make, she's going to think different than you. And she's going to have demands that you have no havana whatsoever in this thing. And then you're going to want certain things that you feel that you're entitled to and you deserve. And then when the big melech comes home and the wife doesn't give you what you deserve and what you want at the moment you want it, then all of a sudden the gaiva comes spewing out of you from every single corner of your body. And then when you have children and your wife puts your children in front of you, and then you become in the back of the line, then let me see how much Midas Tavis you have. The bottom line is, Im lo lomdim musar lo yodim shum daval ba'olam. Fenito ala kamedia. We're going to lose this fenito ala kamedia guy. Uh, where's Abraham? He's going back to Panama. You understand? Some, some Syrian guy called me and said, I told my, my maid, Fenito la Kamed, she doesn't know what I'm talking about. I said, she's not from Panama. Okay, so, but the bottom line is, you have to learn Musa. And it doesn't take two minutes. Even after you learn, Shlomo Bulba says, there's Mishpatim before Torah and even after Torah. It's a constant life, bad work of the Mishpatim Torah. And people make up boich svaras. You know what boich svaras are? Svaras that come right out of the stomach, not from the head, not from knowledge of what they deserve and what's yashras and what's this and that. It's Torah. And you'll see. The Chazanish talks in the letter. In the book, not the letter. In the book, the Chazanish talks. And it's safer. He says over there that there was Rebbeim that used to teach for many years they were the teachers of all the kids in the town. And then the young people come, and you know how the young guys are charismatic, and they're with it, and they're up to date, and you know. And then all the kids want to learn with them. And they start stealing all the business. And the old, the older Rebbeim feel that they are sogas gvul. And they start to speak against them, and fight against them, a whole thing in the Chazanish. He says they fail to look at the halacha. The halacha says that in every business there's hasagas gvul. But when it comes to teaching Torah, there's no hasagas gvul. Kina from It's better for the kids if there's more competition. Competition is better for the consumer. So opening yeshiva next door, 
same type of yeshiva, service them like this, and that's better because then I have to work harder to make that you are successful. That's good for you. That's me this, to be able to handle that. What do you mean? This is my identity, this is my parnosa, this is my name, this is everything about me. So now all your midas are tested. And Allah was designed for you to protect your midas, to work on your midas. It's a very, very important yasayim. I just want to bring awareness to myself and to you together that we have to take this seriously to work on Musa. Musad. A bochah came to me the other day and said, I learned Sha'ar Betochen. Sha'ar Betochen, muridik it's muridik nachayach. And everybody has to learn Sha'ar Betochen. But it's not Musa. You have to look how to work on your midas. That's where you have to see. Because why? I told him, it says, Haboytech b'ashem chesed yasoi v'venu afilu rosha. So Yeshida, you can have Betochen even if you're a rosha. The point is, this is a rosha. For that, you have to learn Musa. Fashtest? Okay.